different. So sometimes there are things that just need to change in the schedule. And today is one of those days. I just had this, um, well, I had this episode on my heart and I started jotting down notes. Can we just say hallelujah for the notes app? Because I still have plenty of little scraps of paper around, but at least I can feel less of a scatterbrain when I can put it all in my notes app. Well, today, We are talking about 11 things you need to stop doing, stop worrying about in your social selling business. And here's the funny thing. This started with like three. We're going to go with three things you need to stop doing. And it grew over the course of, I don't know, a couple of days as I realized like, yeah, those are three things and those are great, but there are more things. There's some bigger things that really need to be addressed here. And I know I've said in the past, I hate the like, 47 things to stop doing, but I promise this will be short, sweet, and to the point of what are these things that I'm guilty of, you're guilty of, maybe not all 11, but things that we need to stop doing. And I'm going to lump myself in that with you. But before we get started, friend, I am expanding my team. And why do I tell you that here? Because if you've listened for any length of time, you get me. We are vibing together. And the only thing that's missing is me meeting you and and us uh, building that relationship. And here's the thing. I know what you need. I know how you can be successful. And because of that, I am opening up for the first time ever here on the podcast. Well, I mean, I've been sharing this for a little while, but it's the first time I've announced it here um, using the podcast, my social retail mentorship program. And what is so unique about this is, yeah, there's leadership in all kinds of companies, but friend, let me just tell you that what I offer here is unlike anything you've ever seen before. In addition to myself, mentorship with myself, you get mentorship from top leadership, not just within our business, but truly within the industry. You're going to get strategic content to to kick your business off, to truly launch your business in the most magnificent way you've ever seen possible. Like it is the biggest hand-holding without holding your hand ever. Everything you need is there for you. And what's so awesome is you're going to have all of that within 15 minutes of getting started in your business. I'm going to show you how to earn from day one. You're going to be mentored, like I said, directly by me and other leaders within our team. And what I'm going to show you too is how to leverage your current and past experience to level up here in a way that you never thought possible. So if you're interested in one-on-one mentorship by me while you build your social retail business, then go to bit.ly slash MC discovery call to schedule a 15 minute call to see if you're a good fit. That's bit.ly slash MC discovery call. Make sure that MC discovery call is, is all caps. Um, or click the link in the show notes. So if you're teachable, coachable, and you're looking to earn an additional income, whatever that size is, then this is absolutely a fit for you. So please go to bit.ly slash MC discovery call. And like I said, MC discovery call is all caps to schedule that call. Secondly, have you taken the mastering your niche free masterclass? If so, 
awesome. If not, why not? Did I mention it's free? And in less than 30 minutes, you're truly going to walk away with an understanding of who your dream client is. But that's not all. That's not the whole thing. I'm going to show you why it matters and how it helps you level up. And honestly, I give you so much for free in this session. In fact, when my VA was going through the whole thing, she's like, Michelle, this is packed full of information. This is so much good content. And so I'm glad that I get to offer it to you for free. Go to bit.ly slash M-Y-N blueprint. Share it with your team. Do it all together as a team. Everyone log in, you know, sign up for the course, log in together and go through it and talk about it. Go to bit.ly slash M-Y-N blueprint. Click the link in the show notes, but as well, the M-Y-N blueprint is all Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay. Go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Okay, that is enough of all of the announcements. Let's get into it right now. There are, oh my goodness, you don't have to go very far on Instagram or social media in general to find the stop doing this, you need to do this, post 28 times, hop on your right foot four times, then on your left foot one time, and you'll have, you know, you'll grow your following by 10,000, all of the things, right? How many things have you, have you seen? I've seen them all. And how many times have you, like myself, wasted away 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour going down the rabbit hole of, oh my goodness, maybe this is the one thing that's going to unlock all the engagement, all the growth, all the success, all the sales, all the things, right? So I know it. I know it well. I know, um, I just know. I know it. I've fallen victim to it all. So I wanted to talk today about 11 things you need to stop worrying about. You need to stop thinking about, stop doing altogether in your social selling business. So if you're here for cutting some of the dead weight, then perfect. You have found the right place. So let's go right into it. I want to give you permission. Again, I've said this multiple times. I don't need to give you this permission, but sometimes we feel, because I know, again, I, I feel the same way. Sometimes we just feel like we need to hear it from somebody else. Like, okay, I don't need to do all of this stuff. 
And maybe you don't fall victim to all of these. Maybe there's just like one or two. But what I know is that when you allow these these things to have more control than they deserve, it becomes a dead weight. Like it becomes an anchor around your neck and we have to just free ourselves from these. So here we go. Number one, I want you to stop worrying about, stop thinking about, stop, just stop letting it occupy too much space in your head, how fast you're growing. Now that could be your team, your business, your customers, whatever you define that, however it fits for you. I want you to stop worrying about how fast you're growing or not growing. Like, just stop. I don't care if Susie joined the same day as you did and she's three ranks above you. It's okay. That's great for Susie. It's not the path that you're on right now. It doesn't mean that you won't get there. In fact, I believe you will. But I just want you to stop focusing on the speed of your growth, whether it's like a snail or it's a rocket or somewhere in between. Just give yourself some permission to be like, you know what? I'm here. I'm showing up. I'm doing what I need to do. So it's okay. And if you're not doing those things, if you're not showing up and then you're also frustrated that your growth isn't where you want it to be, well, friend, that's why. Like, (laughs) you got to do the work. Signing up with a great company is awesome and it should take you leaps and bounds above other things, but you still have to show up for the work. Okay, number two, your follower count. Holy cow. How many times have you looked at your Instagram following? You'd be like, oh my goodness. And then you come back to it and you're like, wait a second, I lost three people. Oh my goodness, I gained five people. Oh my gosh, I lost eight people. Oh my goodness. Like back and forth and you're like this up and down roller coaster. I want you to stop focusing on it. I want you to not worry about it at all. In fact, I've said before that honestly, I I don't even care if I lose followers because what that tells me is we weren't a fit. So you hung around for a little bit and you went, gosh, you know what? Nope, doesn't doesn't check my boxes. So, okay, that's totally fine. That's fantastic. I only want people following me who actually want to hear what I have to say because we resonate together. And you know, your follower count, it's just that. It's just people that are following you. I have people on my following that are literally just watching me so they are there when I fail. Great. Keep watching. I don't even care because you're not my ideal client. That's fine. You want to hang out. It's great. But I'm focusing on those people who actually want to hear what I have to say. So stop worrying about your follower count. It's okay. If I've seen people that have a following of 200, I saw one account, it was like 238, and she had insane engagement. And I've seen people that have multiple hundred thousands and they have pretty low engagement when you, you know, amortize that out, you know? So stop worrying about it. Number three, going viral. Oh my goodness gracious. In fact, if you watch some of the big leaders like Brock Johnson or Virginia Kerr, those are some of my favorites, they'll even tell you like, stop worrying about going viral. Like it might happen, it might not happen, whoop-de-doo. And then I've even seen people that say, yeah, my reel went viral and can I just tell you how many hate comments I got? How many like, oh yeah, I don't wanna deal with that. You don't wanna deal with that. So it's okay. 
Don't worry about going viral. It might happen. It might not. Focus on showing up and serving your people. Number four, what's working for someone else? Stop worrying about or focusing on what's working for someone else. Now, okay, I get it. Maybe you're in a collaborative group or a, you know, an accountability group and Susie's like, oh my goodness, I'm doing this and it's working. Awesome. Great. See if it works for you. But what I'm referring to really is looking at somebody else, seeing what's working for them and then trying to carbon copy it. It's not going to work. You're not them. So stop focusing and worrying about what's working for them. It might not work for you. It's okay. You do you, boo, right? Number five, stop focusing and worrying about rank, title, promotion. You know that I am a huge fan of goals. I always have been. I always will be. So that's not what I'm talking about here. I want you to have a focus and a goal and whatnot, but not so much that you wake up every morning. You're like, okay, where are we right now? Oh my goodness. You know, if so-and-so does this and this and this and this, and there's a difference between being strategic and understanding like who needs to do what for the team to get where your goals are. And then there's the micromanagers and there's the people that are like, oh my gosh, you know, like hovering, helicopter momming there. Nothing against helicopter moms because I so am when it comes to moms. But when it comes to business, you gotta like step back a little bit, right? So I don't want you to worry so much about it. I want you to have that as your long-term goal, your vision, like, okay, I see that long-term might be 30 days. It might be three months. It might be three years, but I want you to have that out there. But then I also want you to not be so fixated on it that you're not able to do your work. Okay. Number six, the number of people on your team focus on quality. Yes. I will tell you from personal experience, you having numbers on your team is a waste of time because if they are just there taking up space, it does not earn you any more money. In fact, it causes you more frustration, more annoyance, more like more stress, more time than you need. You want people who see the vision, who don't need to be lured in by some big promo, some big join now and I'll save you X number of dollars when you join my team. Like those people don't last long. I can tell you, you can ask anybody on your team. Yeah, maybe it worked for you and you're the anomaly. Great, but that's what you are. You're an anomaly. Nine times out of 10, those people fizzle out. I want you to focus on quality. It would be so much better if you had 10 people on your team who were working than 20 people and, you know, two of them doing something. I'll take the two every day, all day. But you know what I mean? Now you've got 18 people that are kind of dead weight. And you look at your thing and you're like, whoa, wait a second. They're not doing anything. So stop focusing on the number of people on your team and start focusing on the quality. Okay, number seven. Who isn't? Stop worrying about who isn't. Who isn't following? Who isn't ordering, buying, working, joining? Stop. Just stop. If they're not following, ordering, buying, working, or joining, then they are not your ideal client. It's okay. Focus on those people who are. 
those people who are following, who are ordering, who are buying, who are working, who are joining. Focus on those people. Side note, can I say yet again why I absolutely love podcasting and having a virtual business. My daughter just called through and it was the second time and I was like, oh, okay, I better answer her phone call. So (laughs) I love this. I love being able to have that accessibility. Okay. So number eight, stop focusing or worrying about responding immediately. I saw this I saw this meme and I can't even remember who posted it, but it was this weekend. And oh my goodness, if it was not so true and terrible at the same time. So it was um, like it, it, it was like a comparison between someone in Europe and someone in the States. And someone in Europe was like, so, you know, missed an email or a phone call. And their like vacation response was, hey, I'm on holiday. I'll get back to you in September, like four months away or something like that. Have a great time, you know. Then in the States, the response was, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry I missed your call. I'm just going in for open heart surgery, but I should have my phone on me. Call me anytime. Oh my goodness. If you're in the States, you're like, uh, yeah, that's so true. Or if you know people in the States. <laughs> and now, of course, that might be a little bit extreme, but I know for myself, I have this like, oh my goodness, they just text. I need to respond immediately. No, you don't. I'm not performing open heart surgery. Collagen is super important and I get it. Gut health is important. My team has questions. Those things are important, but they're but they're really not like life or death, right? So it's okay. I can focus on watching my daughter's volleyball game or I can focus on my block time that I've set aside to get some things done. It's okay. And in in conjunction with this, can we stop apologizing? Stop starting your message with, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I'm just getting back to you. Unless it was like a week away or, you know, there, unless there's like a significant amount of time. If they text at 7.05 and at 7.12, you finally got back to them, like, it's okay. People have things going on. So help yourself, like give yourself that permission to say, you know what? I don't have to respond immediately. It's okay. Number nine, stop worrying about having a perfectly aesthetically pleasing Instagram. Oh my goodness gracious. I am so here for this. Now, if you go to my Instagram, yes, I have colors. I try and keep it all like around the same. I do not have a specific filter that I use on all of my photos. If they happen to, great. I do have a personal style of how I take my pictures. So there's that that comes through, but it's not anything that I'm like really working towards. Do you remember like maybe five years ago, they'd be like, okay, here's the light pink filter that you're going to put on all of your photos. You're going to buy the filters through this. And so they're all going to have the snow glow filter, whatever. And it's going to be, you know, an AB pattern, blah, 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 blah. Oh my goodness. My brain like exploded in the bad way. Like I can't do this. I I just shut down on those things. So um, if it works out, great. For a while, it was kind of working out where I did have like every other was like a an image and then, a, you know, a, a static post of some sort, like a, a quote or something, and then maybe a reel and vice versa. And so it worked out and it was really nice. I was like, oh, this is not sustainable for me. So I want you to give yourself permission to just not have a perfectly aesthetically pleasing Instagram. If that like 
fills your cup and makes you happy, then go for it. If you are like me, that's like, oh yeah, it might accidentally happen for a little while, but I just don't know if I can keep up with that. It's okay. Go with that too. Okay. Number 10, stop worrying about hashtags. Hashtags are great. They are a resource. Use them wisely and, you know, use them strategically, but don't, don't spend so much time worrying about them. I had taken hashtag courses. I have a Google form sheet, whatever the one is, of, you know, hashtags to use for different industries and different things and blah, blah, blah. And, and I think they're great. And I do believe I get people finding my page because of some of those hashtags, but I really just do it as like a, like, it's just reinforcing what, um, what I've already posted there, you know? So give yourself permission to just kind of like, huh, I don't need to worry. I don't need to stress so much. I don't need to have 30 hashtags on there. Maybe you put two. Great. Go with two. Maybe you love putting 30 and you've got it all figured out. Awesome. Go with it. Okay. Number 11, the last and final thing I want you to give yourself permission to stop worrying about. And I'm going to be perfectly honest. I am speaking to myself first here. It is Reels views or the views on Reels. It's super addicting, right? How many times do you go over to the Reels section, pull down because you want to refresh because you're pretty sure that number is not accurate. Like, come on, let's scroll down and and get that. Uh, Yeah, so guilty, so guilty. So I want to, like, can we make a pact? Like, Say, I, your name, I, Michelle Castro, will stop being so addicted to the number of real views. It's okay. It's okay. If I don't have over a thousand views on a reel, or if I only have, you know, 300, 300 stinking views on a reel, I'm pretty sure that's not one person looking at your reel 300 times. So that's 300 people that saw your content. Awesome. What if it resonated with one of those people? I think we forget how important one person is. Hmm, sounds like another podcast episode. One person. It's okay. But just stop. Stop worrying about it. Stop being obsessed with it. Again, I'm speaking to myself first and maybe I'm, you know, maybe some of you are falling into this with me, but these are just 11 things that came to my mind because I know I struggle with them on and off at different times. And I feel like I'm pretty good about giving myself permission. Like, it's okay. You don't need, you don't need all of those things. And so I just want to like free that up for you as well. You can cut some of these things off and out and figure other things to focus on. Focus on serving your clients, serving your team, serving and in a way that um, is meaningful. I feel like that was a very like general thing to say. I'm sorry. Like what speaks to your clients? What speaks to your dream client? What do they need to know from you? Are you in the health and wellness space? Like I just did a post today on signs of gut health or an unhealthy gut. Like what is that? Is that what you need to do? Like what are some practical tips that you can give to serve your audience? What are some things about the product that you 
offer or the service that you offer that your ideal client will need? Why are they drawn to it? Show them, tell them like, hey, are you feeling like XXX? Like, okay, well, I can help you. This will help you be practical. So friend, I just, I, I don't know if you realize how much I love you, how much I love this podcast community. It's been a year and I really just can't imagine why I waited so long to start this because you guys fill me up so much. So I would love to hear from you. If any of these resonated with you, would you take a screenshot and share it in your story? Send it off to me. Share it with your team because you know what? If you're struggling with any of one of these things, any one of these things or all 11, I guarantee you there's at least one other person who is, if not your entire I know it. They all are. And if a leader says, hey, I this resonated with me, gosh, it means so much to me. I feel like, oh my goodness, I am not alone in these things, right? So share it with them. Take a screenshot, throw it up in your stories, tag me at Hey, it's Michelle Castro, and I will thank you. I absolutely adore you, and I'm so grateful for you. Have an amazing day.